Hello and welcome to a special MTV News podcast. I'm Simon Vazek-Levinson, MTV News' deputy music editor, and here with me today are Megan Garvey. Yo. And David Turner. Hello. And we're here to talk about Chance the Rapper's coloring book. Uh, This is Chance the Rapper's third uh, official mixtape project. Uh, It has a lot of people very excited. And um, we want to talk to you two specifically because you've both been listening to Chance for a long time. So, yeah, where would you where would you both say your expectation level was for Coloring Book before it came out last weekend? Were you were you pretty excited? Were you you know dubious in any way? Not dubious. I mean, he's only really I, earlier this year he appeared on the Life of Pablo Kanye's album on Ultralight Beam, and that verse was so. Great, especially since me and Megan were both at Madison Square Garden yep. where Kanye played it. And oh, Simon was, was too. Yeah. Simon was too. <laughs> and it was such a oh, chance. Because even teases, he mentions chance three, and you're like, oh, shit, it's going to happen. It's going to probably be pretty great. So my expectations were they weren't high, but I was excited. I was just excited as a fan. Yeah, um, I feel like as soon as like Angels when it came out set the precedent for this which I think is maybe still his best song to date I don't well I don't know maybe there's some moments on Coloring Book that are better but Angels when that came out I was like okay here we go and like during that time it felt like the mood in Chicago was like this is it like Kanye who like this is our guy now and I don't think he let those people down yeah um, so let's let's talk about first impressions. I mean, this isn't uh, a mixtape that was sort of you know, released at night. We hadn't heard. We'd heard only a couple of songs from it. Um, sort of got to the whole world got to listen to it all at once. It was a big kind of listening party. What were your sort of first you know, reactions to what you were hearing? I thought it was great. I thought on, my initial reaction was this is as good as I wanted it to be, which with about three years of anticipation were pretty high expectations. It, the an initial track with Kanye and the Chicago Children's Choir, I thought to myself, wow, this is like the inverse of the start of Ultra Light Beams, where Ultra Light Beams is so great and magnificent, but then the rest of the album just sort of devolves into this weird Kanye, the inner workings of Kanye, which I love. I absolutely love going into Kanye's mind. But on Coloring Book, the opening track sort of feels like a slight stepping stone to the rest of the album where we're really in Chance's mind. And it feels a lot clearer. It feels like Chance has a much clearer vision of what he wants to say, who the guests are. Like, all of it feels so much of a piece that when I've been seeing some pieces or, I guess, like news articles saying how, like, some of the tracks were just mixed, like, really hastily or, like, some of the songs just came together in the last, like, week. I'm like, wow, it does not sound like that. I saw some people on Twitter being like, oh, Chance is biting Thug's flow on mixtape. But I think that sort of misses the point of, like, if you look at the guest spots, you can almost see Chance and them meeting each other halfway and sort of doing this, like, playful but, like, reverent homage to one another. Like, when Wayne shows up, he's kind of rapping like Chance, and then I hear Chance kind of doing this, like, uh, like no ceilings era Wayne flow. Yeah. And... Um, then even he and Connie, even he and Future sort of like meet each other halfway on Smoke Break. And um, it's sort of like, as opposed to like, look at this grand statement and all my famous friends, it's like, 
can't do it without you guys. We're all in this together. Yeah, I would think back that with Kanye when it comes to bringing in collaborators, like on Late Registration on Gone, he has Cameron and Consequence on the same song, which like of course makes sense back then. Like label mates, sort of like one of Kanye's friends, Cameron also on Rockefeller, but they sound of such different world that when you listen to the track, you you gotta get a feeling like Kanye's like, yeah, I got this guy and this guy mm-hmm. on the same track. Isn't that hilarious? Yep. Where Chance. <laughs> doesn't sound like that. Chance can have Bieber and a children's choir and Young Thug and Lil Yachty on the same tape. And it's like, no, we're all in the same world. We're all like, we all could potentially be friends, like doing this really cool thing together. And that's such a different kind of outlook that I only feel is now becoming more clear in Chance's work, even if you could kind of see that in Surf and a little bit in Acid Rap, that when Chance brings in people to his world, people are eager to be in it, which is kind of a surprising thing with rap sometime. What do you think about Chance's growth on, on this mixtape? How do you think he's evolved and changed since, you know, Acid Rap or even since Surf last year? Man, I mean, he's just sort of growing up. It feels like he's aging in cat years almost. Yeah. So like, <laughs> only th- four years ago, he was still in, like, high school, just, like, about uh, to pod a tape, and then a couple years later, he's, like, on his, fr- like, Acid Rap is first, like, yo, I'm, like, out in the world, like, doing all these things, and now he's a dad. And that's only within like a four year period. He's like gone from from one spot to another. And on this tape, he feels just so in control of what he wants to do. It's why all the collaborators feel like they come up one piece because Chance knows what he wants to do with the project. It's why a song like Summer Friends feels so personal and raw. And you know, and I had to like take a step back because I was like, wait a minute, Chance is talking about things that like happened not that long ago but it feels like he's looking at it from like 20 years in the past and that's something that was certainly not apparent on acid rap maybe you got some slight hints of it on on surf but it's something that's definitely coming to his own on coloring book i also like that um he keeps these motifs that he's always been using but their their meaning has changed now that his life is more meaningful like the idea of smoking cigarettes that used to be sort of a vice or like a I want to make an impact on the world and at the same time I do things that jeopardize that or I want to live forever and I do things that jeopardize that. And now smoking cigarettes is like, hey, like we deserve to take five minutes and be ourselves and remember a time where we didn't have these responsibilities and life wasn't so heavy and we're still those people even if we're not anymore. Yeah, it's um on Acid Rap, this, um, uh, on Acid Rap, the song where he talks about smoking cigarettes is him with Vic Mensa and Twista. And on that song, Vic Mensa is sort of like Chance's peer where they're both sort of laugh. they're kind of like laughing a bit about it. And Chance is sort of saying how he can't even, like, he has to like sort of hide that he's smoking cigarettes and putting like shea butter on to, like so his grandmother will actually hug him. And then Twista appears on that song who is like nearly could Amity Chance's dad's age comes on that song and it's sort of like, well, I'm still dealing with the same exact things like almost 20 years later, just sort of adjusting from being an adult and still navigating these family issues. And now Chance is in that role of Twister. Like he's like served Vic Mensa and even his past self to be like, I can now embody this older spirit and this older way of looking at the world. And that's, I guess that's the thing I find listening to the coloring book is that I did not see Chance going in this direction quite so fast. He's like, just feels like he's matured in a way that I, he could be goofing around and just kind of being on a lark right now. He doesn't need to really be doing this. It's like, it's when I listen to Kanye, it's like, Kanye took a while to get to like, even 808s and Heartbreak. It took mm-hmm. him like three albums and a lot of mixtapes and a lot of 
bad guest versus early on in his career to eventually start getting a little bit deeper in his stuff. And Chance did that in four years, three years, really. Coloring Book is an extremely positive, happy, joyful album. Um, that's a quality that I love and, and I think you guys like too, but you know, I've seen the criticism that this this is in some way too positive or, or too happy. What do you what do you guys think about that? Do you think that's a potential flaw here or, or is that ridiculous? Um, I would say that's ridiculous. But part of me I get that. I definitely get the too positive around coloring book and a lot of chances music. So an issue that Chance sort of brought to the fore in his ultralight beam verse is that the Grammys uh, do not consider albums that have not been sold in retail markets for nominations. Um, there are petitions now challenging that. The uh, Recording Academy has said they're considering a change to the rules. If they do change the rules and they do allow free music to be considered for Grammys, do you guys think that Coloring Book is an album that deserves consideration at the highest levels? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, but he's almost too good for the Grammys. It's like, you know, Malcolm Moore has an album out this year, too. Like, let's just <laughs> let him have that. A chance can, like, be above it all. Yeah, I'm going to say maybe this will be the year when, Dr- well, like, maybe Drake will get that album of the year no- nomination in-, in Grammy, and we'll all be like, really? <laughs> maybe that'll be what happens. And, and we'll be like, Chance put out the best album and got nothing, which is probably for the best. The Gram- You're right. The Grammys don't deserve yeah. Chance. <laughs> Um, do you think that this is, though, uh, you know, an album that should be in contention for just your own personal albums of the year? Is this an album? I mean, David, you mentioned uh, Kanye's album. How do you think this album stands up to some of the other, you know, big, complex, great albums we've heard this year? Oh, so far this year, I would put it. It just came out again, and it's not the Life of Pablo because I've listened to the Life of Pablo a disgusting amount of times since since the initial leak. Um, I think it's, I don't compare it to views because it doesn't, him and Drake never have operated in the same world. On draft day, he even says, I don't know, he doesn't even know who Chance is. And this is like in 2014. <laughs> it do, I don't think it, I don't think of it in comparison to an album like Lemonade or like the Radiohead album or a lot of these other albums that have been coming out. It feels so of its own. So personally, in my like album of the year rankings, it's still below Kanye, which is still below Frankie Cosmos. Shout out to Frankie Cosmos. <laughs> so, but it could go higher. I mean, it's not even summer yet. I step outside and it's still gray and not even like hot. Maybe when it's warmer outside, this album will be speaking a lot more to me. Yeah, I think Lemonade is maybe a more ambitious statement. I think Anti is maybe more tailored to explicitly to my own life, but... I will probably listen to this album more than those two. Where do you think Chance can go from here? I mean, as you said, this is such a, a sort of you know unique himself album. Do you think he sort of opened up a new lane for for where he can go on on future projects? I mean, I kind of see this whole thing ending up where Chance is like the best alderman of Chicago ever. Musically, I don't even know, but like. What, what I see for his trajectory is just like going more into the world itself. Musically, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I must say for me, part of it, the second, when I first listened to the album and No Problems came on, even though that song just came out the day prior, I, all I could hear was, this will sound amazing live. Like him with, with his entire band, like Donnie Trumpet, and all the other woodland critters that he works with. <laughs> um, I cannot be more excited about what he is prospects as a live artist will continue to be. And it's funny to me that he toured for three years off of one album in the last, and I saw him three times last year. And a, you know, I think he played maybe two or three songs off of Sir. 
he still would go through the set, his SoundCloud discography. He'd go through 10 Days. He'd go through Acid Rap. And, like, my favorite chant song was one of those SoundCloud Lucy's, which was um, Arthur, which has probably the most earnest of any chant song, <laughs> which says something for a guy who's only put out earnest things. So I don't know where he'll go next. I'm excited I don't know where because I keep hoping one of these artists does the Kanye where they have their first few products that are really solid and progress normally and then just make a hard right. Drake didn't do that. And I'm kind of hoping Chance does that. I don't know what that'll look like. It'll be like a straight footwork album. Yeah, like anything. I, lo- I would love someone who's as big as they are does something kind of like what Beyonce just did where you go like really to a different direction than what you were doing. Pro- or Rihanna too. Mm-hmm. Like go really to a different direction. I feel like rappers get a bit safe. Like once they're this secure, they're like, ah. Yeah. Well, what if, what if Chance gets a divorce? Like, shit. Oh, yeah. Dark Chance. We don't, dark Chance doesn't happen much, so yeah. that'd be kind of fun, yeah. too. Well, thanks so much for coming here and talking about Coloring Book. Um, I'm sure this is an album we'll all be thinking about forever, but I think this has been a very insightful conversation for four or five days after it dropped. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And we back. 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 And we back, and we back, yeah, yeah. Hey, this ain't no intro, this the entree. Hit that intro with Kanye, I sound like Andre. Tryna turn my baby mama to my fiance. She like music, she from Houston, like Auntie Yonce. Man, my daughter couldn't have a better mother if she ever find another. You better.